Hey guys, welcome to Living Up in Lion City, a podcast about life in the sunny island of Singapore, where friends and I talk about stuff that goes on in this little red dot we call home. This episode, we're going to talk about what makes a city boring. A few months ago, I asked friends to fill up a poll what they considered were boring cities and why. I invited three of them, from Singapore, from Spain, and from Belgium, to weigh in on their experiences living in different cities and trying to figure out what people really mean when they say that a city is boring. Enjoy! Do you guys remember that um, that poll that, that I've shared on Facebook about what is considered to be a boring city or not? And I know that some of you filled it up. I found a couple of interesting things, right? Um, if you haven't checked it out, no, then I haven't actually. Yeah, I can, I can just read it out to you and I, that's okay. I checked it the other day a little bit and um, that was the, actually the first time. I thought it was a different list, but yeah, uh, that surprised me in, okay. in a way because of the uh, of the answers that um, appear. Yeah. Which cities are so, yeah, so for context, there were about 15 results and uh, some of the cities that were considered boring uh, include Johor Bahru, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, okay. Perth, Australia, Vientiane in Laos, mm. Puching, Malaysia, Paris, okay. Kuala Lumpur, Luxembourg, Dubai, Malacca, uh, Hualien in Taiwan mm-hmm. uh, and Jakarta. Mm-hmm. So these are the cities that have been considered boring by a bunch of people who actually filled that survey. And Kuala Lumpur features twice. Yes. And another mm-hmm. one. Uh, Vientiane, Vientiane in Laos. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Never been to Vientiane. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just curious. So it's like about Vientiane, what they say is Vientiane is a typical dusty developing city. The only noteworthy attraction is the temple, um, which comes in abundance in other parts of Southeast Asia. Um, About Kuala Lumpur, one of the comments is, nothing much to do in the city except food and drinks. Wow. Um, That's that's pretty much it. And then the answer for why Johor Bahru is boring is because it's too similar to Singapore. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. go on. But it, it sounds like it's more like for traveling. Like, yeah. Is it boring for traveling? Yeah. Because um, what I answered is more about living, like right. from my experience in living in Luxembourg. In mm. Ah, so, the Lux- so yeah, so she's the one who said that Luxembourg is a boring city. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a good point. Um, the problem here, for example, is that uh, you probably are quite of um, traveling people. We have been living abroad in different places. So what we consider boring uh, necessarily doesn't need to be to make a city boring. Maybe it can be a city boring for traveling, and it can be a city boring for um, for partying. It can be a city boring for establishments and things that uh, maybe you prefer to do an relaxing day. It can okay. be boring for the kids. It can be boring for uh, other type of uh, yeah. There's moments. a lot of genres to what. There's a lot. There's a lot of uh, yeah. This is it quite 
it can be very very open uh for example uh, maybe a city like uh mm, i don't know Perth that maybe it's uh they say that is boring because of uh there are sites to see but feel like literally now life after 6 p.m. so probably a somebody that just likes to uh experience the city in a different way night life yeah right but if uh, is somebody that wants to go there and do sightseeing well yeah maybe it's i uh, mean yeah no you're right i mean of course you know boring comes in different flavors uh but the thing is that what we generally see on the internet and discussions about cities online is that oftentimes there are some specific definitions of what boring is okay but before we get to that i just want to understand like what do you guys consider boring what is what is boring for you ah okay for me i think oslo was boring okay. as a city to travel there was like nothing much it's it's mostly like um it's quite a lot of development it's quite modern okay. you wouldn't expect like the what you think of oh it's like nature norway Okay, and okay. then to to things to do or see there wasn't really much. Um for me. Yeah. Sean, is is it a case of <clears throat> managing expectations? <laughs> no, but like for me probably like I don't ski, so there's like okay. a ski center not far. Right. But city center wise there wasn't a lot to do. Okay. And like for travelers it's quite expensive. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a common I think that's a common gripe um for when it comes to cities which don't have too much to do the idea is that at least and this is my personal opinion I feel that cities generally there's always something to do it depends on whether you can afford it yeah and that mm, plays yeah, a big part definitely. or who do you think who do you know in the place yeah for well. sure if so, you for example are along and just arrive there and don't talk with anyone maybe you just uh, you are only relying on sightseeing monuments or typical things that you have seen on the internet that you have to do in the place right. like we travel uh instead of uh, hanging out with the locals um i don't know if for example if you live maybe three months you will um, enjoy life more right in these places <laughs> now we we could open another um, another podcast about what makes people from a place boring people is going to kill each other yeah. 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 <laughs> so i'm curious yeah. right about lived experiences because you know Celine, you talked about um it it's a different story when you live in mm-hmm. that in a city or a place Uh, tell us about your experience in mm-hmm. Luxembourg and why you hate it so much. <laughs> wow. Hate it is a I don't know I how many Luxembourg uh, audience you have there. Maybe you can give like a basic introduction what Luxembourg is like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've lived there two years. Um, but honestly, I had a lot of fun there because okay. I had very cool friends to hang out with. Right. But um, I, I would, and that's why I think what makes a city boring is really the, the people, mostly. And uh, <laughs> and Luxembourg, unfortunately, has a lot of boring people, in my opinion. Okay. So basically, Luxembourg is like that. You have fifty percent of uh, people from Luxembourg, Luxembourgish people, and they are uh, mainly staying within themselves. They right. talk Luxembourgish. That exists, and they and they are not really friendly to foreigners, so they will I not see. mingle at all. So basically, I know one Luxembourgish plus my boss. Okay, that's 
from two years living in Luxembourg. Wow. Wow. And yeah. And then the, the half the half of the people is uh foreigners and they are uh among among them uh it's mostly uh, eighty I think I saw eighty five percent are from uh, Europe. Okay. So it's mostly uh French, uh Belgian, uh Portugal, mm-hmm. Italian. Uh, how right. German. What's the population of uh, Luxembourg? Uh it's six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand. Yeah. It's like a it's also very like small. a like a small city yeah. in um, China. That's that's for the whole country. Like that, yeah. that's okay. for the, whole country. the city is the country, is it? Um, it's not no, it's not no. like Singapore. But there are the other same cities, name. but yeah, it's, yeah, it's the same name. Um, it is, it is a big city, in in Europe. Yes, and um, you, yeah. it's also, not not, not big. It's quite small actually. Okay. You can actually for for a traveler, you can visit Luxembourg in half a day. Wow. Okay. I think yeah, you okay. can yeah. see everything. It's Six beautiful. Right. I want to say it's not interesting, but really it's small. So you. But okay. culturally, it's just similar to where you come from, right? I mean, I'm just looking. Yeah. And yeah, for me, it's nothing that interesting also because it's very similar to Belgium. Right. Mm. In terms yeah, of is it the same language? Because you just mentioned that they speak. Um, they uh, speak a lot. Uh, they speak French also, mm. but right. they also have their own language. Okay. They can speak both, but then they will not make that effort to speak. I, I was once in a meeting yeah. uh, where I had to take notes. Uh, so I was supposed to understand the conversation, right? right. And there were only Luxembourgish people in that meeting yeah. and oh, they no. didn't talk French. And they can all speak French very well, but then they all talk in Luxembourg mm-hmm. for what, in Luxembourgish for one hour. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's actually quite common. <laughs> I had some international... Uh, you know, international uh, meetings in Spain. Okay. And yeah, in the end, uh, everyone um, ends speaking Spanish. Okay. Because of people, I don't know, right. I think that we are lazy or whatever. But just the, want to communicate faster. The, there's a couple of things over there, right? So for example, especially in countries where multiple languages are spoken, sometimes in situations of, you know, when it's a high stress meeting, for example, people switch to languages they're comfortable with, right? Yeah. But I'm guessing from Celine's example, um, the people in those meetings weren't willing to put in the effort to include you in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Did you well, feel it? It's yeah. not just, I was, honestly, I was very young. I wasn't okay. really going to bring anything in the conversation. I was really there to right. take notes. Okay. That's when it makes absolutely absolutely no sense if they know right. that I can't speak <laughs> Luxembourgish. If wow. I'm there for taking notes that they don't speak French. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, for me, um, whatever, whenever I encountered Luxembourgish people, they I've never found them very friendly. It's unfortunately, from my experience, it's been like that. Right. And uh, and in the in the foreigners, uh, they are they are similar. First of all, like they are from Europe. Okay. And then they are very similar in the the they they all are are in the same industries. They all are either lawyers, bankers, or financial auditors. I see. And these are not the most fun industries okay. either wow and uh, yes they're all there for the money honestly and they're not really like purpose-driven people they're very I see. financially that, that's such an interesting word that she used you know purpose-driven like does that define does that indicate whether um a person is interested yeah i think is it? so okay. yeah okay you can see that in singapore quite a lot as well because of all the, well, there's a lot of quantity of people that works in finance, uh, right. banking. Similar sectors, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, like for example. Um, but there are also people from other sectors. 
There are people from other places, yeah, but you can see like that. Um, um, how the conversation sweet uh switches. Yeah, so that's, what are you doing that's here? The thing, though. What is purpose driven? Oh, like uh, yeah, what are you doing here? Like um, wait, aren't there like purpose driven bankers? Like. Or bankers just boring people as a species? I <laughs> suppose that there is uh, people everywhere, but yeah, okay. this, this this conversation happens um, all the time. Or, I mean, or, or, I mean, I I figured that lawyers' conversations with bankers would be interesting because they can be like the polar opposite, right? Lawyers' right. conversation with bankers it probably is very like choreographed, like, 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 like a choreography. Like, like a lawyer could be <laughs> on his way to trying to make someone bankrupt and then yes, like, the a chore- like a choreography. Yeah, really, yeah. Just like, uh, okay, what can I say? What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what happens. So can we make a connection between the boringness of a city and whether it's a financial hub? Huh. Could there be something like oh, that? Oh, there's a touchy subject. Well, I mean, uh, I, I, be, I, yeah. I think we, we I can all agree say. that bankers suck. I would say not really. Depends on what you are searching for, for okay. example. Uh, I mean, um, yeah. yeah, bankers, for example, and uh, people that work in finance, yeah. And th- there are people stress. who like stability, yeah. they like financial stability. Yeah. They wanna, like, they're not very adventurous right. mindset or... I mean, that I'm, this is of course the ones, the ones that are sorry to come with stereotypes but we have to hear yeah, no, no worries no worries you know safe space <laughs> <laughs> but the people that are in finance um, don't uh, they already have uh, they, they want more action or whatever my god they just got destroyed well, their night <laughs> because I, I feel like you know I agree with a lot, a lot of what you're saying because you know I, I kind of felt this connection too you know between banking and whether it's a boring city or not uh, some examples, you know, Singapore comes up often in these conversations, you know, it's like financial hub. So there's also conversations about Singapore being boring, et cetera, et cetera. But Hong Kong's like the same, isn't it? And right. mm. in many ways. Um, an example that is used a lot in the European context is um, Frankfurt. Mm. So yeah. when I've asked yeah, people about, you know, cities being boring and all that, a lot of people have used Frankfurt an exa- as an example, uh, saying that oh. it's just a place where you go to do your job. Mm. Okay. It's you the know. same with Luxembourg. Actually, okay. right. actually, a lot of people don't live in Luxembourg. That's the, that's another problem. Like uh, okay. foreigners don't live in half of the foreigners working in Luxembourg. They live uh, in their own country and they commute. Right. And they like they do like Is one hour or two hours. No, there's a lot of traffic jams. Like, oh shit! Some people they come to to go to work. They take like one or two hours of traffic jam. Maybe okay. some of them they fly to go to work. No, that's for example, if you uh, work in Jakarta and you work in the city center, you probably can do one hour, one hour and a half. Mm, yeah. So commute that's every day. True. My friends were doing that. Um, they had uh, the office in the very, very center of uh, Jakarta. And they were just, um, or uh, the like, time for work it was up to 6 p.m. And they were just there until 8 because in their own words, it's funnier to, wait, to, it's, it's, it's funnier to wait here than to wait in the car for the traffic jam. Okay, okay. <laughs> that can make a city boring. Long times of waiting. And uh, yes, that's uh, may- maybe more than boring is annoying. Yeah. I you mean, get and, bored and because of being there's annoyed. not many people in the city, then um, there's not much facilities also for like, if you want to go out. Uh, I remember how much we've struggled uh, to go out and to come back home because you don't have uh, that much uh, night buses or okay. like there's right. no way to come back home. So if you go to party, you can take a taxi and it would cost you like super expensive. So at mm. the time I was quite 
like just starting right. my career or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like we were thinking twice to <laughs> go out. You have like which, uh, night, I mean, you could have house parties. That's like yeah, the only yeah. other option. Yeah, yeah except yeah. the neighbors won't like oh, it. Oh yeah, we course. had so much trouble with the neighbors. So here's the problem, right? You know, bankers and sucky neighbors. This is this is <laughs> yeah. this is what makes the city boring, right? Um, but have you seen Wolf or Wall Street? Uh, no, no, that's an no. interesting banker. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Like, we're, that, that is like a glorification of the banking yes. lifestyle, it's which is rom- it's a romanticization. Of, yeah, it's exactly. romanticization, not glorification. Yeah, romanticization, romanticization, right? And of so, the life of a banker on um, just like yeah, being successful and. I, I dare Everybody say a lot to, of people, to, you know, yes, join yeah. banking because of that. They're like, oh, yes, I want to be Jordan fucking Belfort. You know, I want to sleep on wads of cash and, and you know. Loot. <laughs> right? yeah. It's like- not coke all fucking day. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's also there, right? So the thing is, so there's there's Frankfurt, there's Singapore, there's, um, you know, Luxembourg, as we now realize this. A quick question about Luxembourg, Celine. Um, you mentioned that um, the locals generally aren't quite friendly with foreigners. Is this something that most of the foreigner friends that you had also felt feel yeah okay yeah. okay um what you is can ask the anyone. right what is the um kind of unfriendliness is it um a general shyness or is it disdain and condescension i would say shyness um they're just um not yeah not interested in okay. other right. people i don't know um I I I rarely un, uh, encounter them. Mm. Like when I go out, it will be mostly foreigners. Right. So first of all, they stay at home, so okay. you don't meet them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so they, it's a bit harder to get close to them. But I, I think there's and then two they will speak there. their own language. They won't make that effort. Also, mm. so okay. there's like a barrier. And why? I don't know why. You, I I haven't talked to them. To, do the do the that. people the locals themselves think the same way? Like that they. You know, okay, this this is like an example, but like, uh, Finns and Swedish people, I wouldn't say boring, but like they are very reserved. Yeah, and they know mm-hmm. that they're reserved. Yeah, and yeah. they let people know that they are known as reserved. You know, you see it as like the bloody bus station. But what is they, uh reserved? Like, like in like Norway what? or like you know they just mm-hmm. keep things to themselves. They don't. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, and um and as well avoiding. I remember, uh, for example, being in a. Uh, in a bar in Sweden, in uh, Stockholm. And I was alone there. And I just ordered a beer. There was this guy beside me reading the ingredients of the beer. <laughs> so I suppose like, okay, maybe he's quite bored. I mean, yeah. just, you know, what yeah. can have that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, hey man, how's the night? So he just looks at me like uh, somebody just uh, invaded his personal space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then I stopped looking at me, just um, continued reading the... Oh, wow. Jeez. <laughs> okay, I suppose that's not... <laughs> Fun conversation. <laughs> that was it. Thank you very much. Wow. You got beaten by a beer ingredients list. Uh, yes, I yeah. was, yes, exactly. Right. I got beaten by a label yeah. in a beer. <laughs> <laughs> a label in a beer was most inter- more interesting than me that night. Oh, man. But then is that is that like... Is that a common attitude? I mean, I had, I've had the experiences. Like okay. you just wouldn't get, people generally just there, they don't want to talk to you long. Okay. Like if you need something, they'll help you. But like, that's it. Yeah, right. very like, polite. Actually, yeah. very polite. Yeah, polite, but like it never but goes anything more. Uh, I kind of yeah. felt, 
uh, every time that I was uh, talking with people there, I kind of felt they were incredibly polite, but you feel when they want you to fuck off. Mm, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, they make it They want this conversation to end yeah. at yeah. some point. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay, okay. Yes. Uh, is, is that similar? In, yeah, in that I, I can recognize the, that okay. kind of behavior. But right. I, still, I still don't know exactly why. But. Okay. Because yeah. there's, there's a bunch of things, like when you talk about, you know, locals keeping to themselves and not interacting with foreigners that much because number one, it could be, you know, a reserved attitude and all that. And number two could be disdain, especially in classist societies, you know, when there's like a huge difference between, let's say, uh, economic status or, you know, certain okay, socioeconomic. Yeah. What do you mean players. like uh, disdain? Disdain as in like, yeah. Well, know, even race issues. Racial. Mm. Yeah. Communal. Religionophobia. Yeah. A lot of that stuff. Right. So it's like, yo, um, we don't, we, we don't want to talk to you. Okay. You're here. That's cool. But, you know, let's just have our own space. Right. So I'm just curious to know if that's mm. like one of those things. Right. Um, we know what you described about your life in Luxembourg, for example, does happen in a number of places. And this happens all across the world, especially for foreigners where they live in expat bubbles. Uh, in some places, it's because there is a big difference between hmm. language and culture. And so everybody sticks to their own for survival. And there's another one where people stick to their own because they're like, well, you know, we're, we're above you guys or we're below you guys, etc. Oh, uh, yeah. Or you are not part of uh, the same group. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is like tribal behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm, I'm just curious to know if like outside of Luxembourg, were there any cities that you guys lived in where you sensed that kind of thing. Can Singapore? I say Singapore? I was Sing going to say that for myself. <laughs> as, 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 as a local in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. yeah as a local. Because <laughs> no. I understand there, there is a rift. There, there is a certain gap. And it's not like, it's not hostile. But the thing is that there is a significant feeling of, yo, you know, let's let's keep to our own. Yeah. So, uh, there is, uh, not, not everyone, not everyone, but yeah, yeah, uh, sure. it, it, yeah. still, it still exists. And yeah. um, I think that there should be more conversation than um, yeah. the conversation that exists right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we are just uh, keeping our feelings shut. Yeah, yeah. Like once again, I, I know it's not the case for everyone and the large majority of people are not like that. But what I've also realized is that there there is a significant effort that needs to be put on both sides. Yeah. Okay. Right? So for example, we are but, talking about uh, being a city boring because of the, of the sense of not having enough human connection right now. Maybe this is a... Like, for example, human yeah. connection not being there enough. That's an in interesting the city. point, though. But, like, what if you took the human element out of a city? Hmm. Right, like, would the city still be interesting or boring? Wow. Right? Uh, that's is, like is there an being, example? Like, that's, that's like being in Fallout without... Yeah, no, no. But, like, <laughs> but like for example... I think Rome or like France, like Paris would be in, still interesting like because, you know, the history the and, right. you know, and you the, don't see like those buildings anywhere else in the world. Yeah, mm -hmm. for example. Yeah, but maybe Norway and Sweden could be like that if you go to a very natural, natural space. Like the fjords, for example, yes, you exactly. know, they don't exist anywhere else. Or you go else. to Iceland, the volcanoes and then. Mm, yeah. Uh, all the lagoons. And like, the like, like on a, from a visual point, like I can say like, oh, at the same time, Norway is like the most amazing country because Northern Lights. You only got it in like yeah. the so Northern Hemisphere. There, there, there's, there's these parts. There's different parts. There's like the human part of being boring. There is the scenic, scenic environment part. Um, probably something like um, services and what you personally need to enjoy 
I, for example, if you are, you, you can enjoy life in the middle of the Sahara. Maybe you like it. Or like, very, very scenic, or like but sex, drugs, yeah. and rock and roll. Maybe, like maybe Amsterdam you don't have, would probably be one. Maybe, yeah, something that you need or that you want because of your personality. But, um, you know, that's something that we're seeing because there's the novelty, right? So to take the example of the Northern Lights that you said, it's like, whoa, Northern Lights is amazing. You know, it just fills my heart with joy and love and peaceful and, you know, and shit like that. But if you see it every day, if, you know, you're yeah. late to work and you're, you constantly associate you being late to the Northern Lights, you're going to fucking hate it, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, you're like, God fucking damn it, all these right? lights again. So it's like at the end yeah, of the day, I, I don't know if the scenic the aspect really adds to the boringness or interestingness of a city. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I know a lot of people say that, yes, you know. Okay, okay, like if- maybe um, this, this um, coming from the sun, this solar winds is kind of like cheating. Maybe um, architecture is a better example. You know, okay, like Rome, okay. there's no Colosseum. It doesn't exist anywhere. I mean, uh, there's like yeah. similar structures. It is. Uh, but I was living in Rome and uh, I can tell you, I was passing by there. Yeah, I was still amazed. But uh, at some point, it just stopped being just so yeah, amazing. It's like, it's like me looking it. at Marina Bay Sands. I'm like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, okay. whatever. It's, right. it's, exactly. At some point, yeah. it's just not that interesting. It becomes part of the, like, the city in which you live. and. That was me that the, was the living only, only for two years. Away. So imagine people that is born there and I'm live for 30 years, mm. 40 years. Mm. Just like, yep. yeah, whatever. So <laughs> then what make, make, makes a city interesting, interesting at that point is that uh, you there are some events, there are some things like people, that you come back to people are like, they, they create new things to yeah. make it entertaining. So mm-hmm. events or art or whatever. See, I want to get back to you about that events, right? Like Singapore's, because of what, you know, we don't have anything to offer. Like nature, we don't have mountains. So like, but what we do have is a very vibrant event space. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. weekend, there's always there's some always event. Something, yeah. yeah. And that's mm-hmm. like, sort of like the thing to keep people interested. Oh, Actually, there's I'm something a, happening. I'm a big proponent of uh, Singapore is not boring at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been here for eight years. I think there's uh, probably a gap uh boring board at some point but because I wanted just because I didn't go to this or didn't call somebody because uh, it's quite easy Shankar I want to throw something at you right yeah. like if you were to say that Singapore is not boring as a person living here eight years versus someone who was born and raised here yeah. if he says that Singapore is boring like do you think that there is some credence to that argument because uh, you know familiarity breeds contempt uh, yeah one. I think there is some credence and it's because of, because of, I came from another country. Right. I had to find my own friends. Yep. I have to uh, uh, discover the city uh, and at an age in which, um, I don't know, I was ready to discover a city. It was not just given for me for granted. Right. So probably that's the difference. Um, a lot of Singaporeans mm, complain that it's a little bit boring because they just don't go out. Yep. They just don't move. I don't know, I got invited with um, some, some friends to just uh, random concerts in uh, um, in, in, in this uh, oh, shit. condo. Yeah, that that one that you concert. Did, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, that <laughs> you had to, uh, <laughs> like, a couple of bands there and you had to, uh, like, yeah, call and everything. So, yeah, the things that happened like that. So, this is something that Patrick also mentioned in a previous podcast episode, where it's like if you grow in a particular, if you if you grow in a in a town or a country and all that, 
we're so used to hanging out with the people that we went to school with, yeah. the university with, or the people that we work with. So we don't have the incentive to expand that social circle. But then when you're in a foreigner and you're, when you're a stranger in a strange land, you know, you, exactly you know, like nobody. Said, I mean, yeah, so it's like you're desperate. Yeah. Not you know? really desperate, but uh, when you are. Okay, I'm foreigner. speaking for myself. You know, I was very desperate. <laughs> yeah, I was like, be my friend. Yeah, yeah more or less. Uh, all, all the time in mode uh, on. <laughs> like, okay, okay, let's find something to do. Yeah. So when you have already lived here all your life, you already have your circle of friends and you are comfortable. Right. Mm. But you mentioned so eight you never years. Need you them. mentioned eight years, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a, eight years is a pretty long time. Here. Pretty long time. Still okay. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, but like eventually you get comfortable at some point. Do you find yourself like slowly becoming... Singaporean? No, 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 no <laughs> not necessary. Not necessary. <laughs> But like maybe, you know, with what you said, like, you know, you come, you come in, you know, nobody and then you have to find friends. Yeah. But now the fact that you have friends, you don't go out and, you know, discover. Um, I still go out. Uh, I think that I still um, want to do something different um, more often than a lot of people. But probably because of that, because I got the experience of having to do it before. So I, get ah, used, I got used okay. to already. Okay. This is something that you do. This is the regular uh, weeks <laughs> for me. Right. Just find find something to do on the weekend right. instead of uh, being reactive. Right. Okay. And wait. Which is fair. Which is fair. Um, a lot of people tend not to go out in general. I mean, the vast majority of people are comfortable staying within the confines of their home, their friendships. And, you know, that's what defines their experience in that country, right? So, I mean, this applies for foreigners also living in Singapore where it's like, I know people who um, live here, but their focus is their jobs and their families. And with good reason, because they're like, I don't give a fuck about some event that's happening. I don't give a fuck about an event that's happening over here. I care about, you know, my, my kids, uh, my career and shit like that. Right. So if I were to ask that person, hey, is this city boring? They would say yes. Right. So personal agency plays a part. But then I didn't, you guys emphasize that friendship and Human connection is also very important. Speaking of that, you want to know something like interesting about Singapore that's different from a lot of places? What? So for example, like Japan, right? Being alone is not seen as something yeah. like, like it's so common that it's becoming a problem in right. some sense. That okay. Some people, they want to be kept alone in their home, in their family oh, home. Um, and then, hikikomori yeah, or something yeah, that's, like that. That's, yeah. that's the term. What is, what is hikikomori? Uh, people that just uh, seclude themselves in their house because they don't want uh, human contact because they are afraid or just uh, don't want to... Right. Is, uh, it, is it a conscious connect. choice or is it just, Con oh man, you know, Conscious choice based on just like a, a process that repeats them itself. If you start secluding yourself, then you probably right. want... Like, to you know, they read manga or like right. they play video games all day, yeah. you know. But I think Singapore has a reverse. Okay. Um, like like wow. I've had enough friends where they don't want to do things themselves. Like, oh, like, shit. like I know like, one guy. I know I know <laughs> friends friend ours, like yeah. like you know <laughs> I tell them oh yeah I just go out and have lunch on my own. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What the hell? That's like fucking weird, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. wrong with eating lunch on your own. Like, <laughs> like they need they need they need company. If yeah. not, they cannot do something. Huh. And like so many places and things like and. People that I met, they're able to do it elsewhere. But Singapore seems to be something that I find like on a consistent basis. Interesting. You know? So this is because I know one person and he's a friend of all of ours. 
ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่ใช่ไม่
like go somewhere else. Like don't just stick to the same places. There's so much more to discover on this planet. And like mm, but, they barely yeah. touch. But it, but it, it, I yeah. agree. It depends on what's the goal of the of the trip. If you mm-hmm. some people go travel just to to relax after to have a holiday. Yeah, to yeah. have a real holiday. Yeah. I, I used to judge that before, but no. <laughs> No, I I can understand it. Yeah. It's also good to just and then you just go well, for changed. what's safe and what's what you know That's is right. good, and you don't want to necessarily take a risk of now, discovering something new. There is, for example, some cities that have absolutely nothing to do. That uh, a lot of people would agree that oh man, <laughs> <laughs> see that's the thing about like the podcast topic, which is boring cities. Yeah. Like if you never go to, if you keep going yeah. to the safe <laughs> places. Maybe for some people, eventually they get boring. Yeah. And there's so many places that they haven't discovered that could be so much more interesting. Yeah. Then, like, because they choose not to, they are missing out on Hmm. that, you know? So I'm going to condense this by saying that, you know, cities are not boring. It's just people that are. Is that? I like that, yeah. I really like that, Maybe, maybe. Uh, I was thinking right now, for example. You can make any place interesting if you want to. Yeah. I was thinking right now, for example, in some cities that are just uh, based on one specific thing, like, for example, uh, diving. Okay. And, um, okay, that's the thing that you're going to do. Um, maybe diving and and getting a tan. Yeah, but, you know, city, the interestingness of a city or town doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a bunch of things going on all the time. To yeah. Take the example of a city just about diving. I mean, the people who go to this purpose-built or this purpose-driven hmm. town Yep. Are people who love diving. So yep. like everybody's gonna give a glowing, you know, Long positive Long experience about this. I mean, like, oh, I mean you don't you don't even have to make it like only just planet Earth. You can have someone you can fly them to moon mm. and then they'll be like, Oh man, the moon's fucking boring. It's just all rocks, man. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, if they're not new Armstrong, they'll be like, <laughs> Really? It's fucking I, I fly dusty. All that way <laughs> no, nobody's cleaning up here, what? <laughs> see a bunch of holes? Man. <laughs> I don't see a pizza hut nearby. <laughs> <Yeah. the> <laughs> Okay, okay, that's fair. There's no, there's no Wi-Fi here, man. <laughs> because for you, a lot of it is the human element. And I would say the same thing about me, because I think I, I thrive on having people around me. And, you know, I think my enjoyment is very much dependent on... Especially if you live in a place, because... Um, you, like yeah, like you said, at first, well. at first, the other elements like the landscape or the environment is nice. When you travel, it's okay if it's just that uh, you don't actually get to know so much the local people. Yeah, anyway. at the same time, travel time. is not a good indicator for understanding and, the city. Uh, yeah, I was, you, I was telling you just... uh, Rindo the other day that we are quite biased. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, we are, we are all biased. Um. How do you make a city less boring for you personally? Mm. Um, so I'll come back to my experience with Luxembourg. Yeah. Um, so I went, loves Luxembourg. Yeah, I went to the culture of meeting there. Right. Oh, nice. Well, there was almost no meeting, first of all. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so I went to the page mostly. And then um, and then I was waiting for like meet meetups to arrive. And uh, once, maybe once every three, four months, there was one event. Right. Yeah. Mm. And then it always happened when I was not in town. Okay. So at one point I got 
annoyed and I decided, okay, I'll create my own event. There and we that's, go. That's yeah. when the pub call started. There we go. Wow. That's a very, yeah. very nice job. Alcohol brings everyone together. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you can actually make a city less boring if you start like gathering people and right. some people are just waiting for things to happen and then yeah. it never happens. And, and if, if you find it so boring that you, then you just make it happen yeah. yourself. Yeah. Initiative. That'd mm-hmm. be great. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing, right? Like with anywhere in the world, you need to, or you or someone need to be the one that like, like it, people are like lost sheep all around. Mm-hmm. And like, you're like the one bringing everyone, oh, this is the puff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But the bigger the city is, the greater the chances of somebody taking that initiative, initiative which is why yeah. all these mm. events happen. Right? Yeah, but sometimes mm. we are lazy and we are waiting for someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. And or also, we're waiting for somebody else to invite you in yeah. a weekend. And and also depends on the entre- entrepreneurial mindset of the people as well. Wow. I would say, okay. I know, I would say in Luxembourg also, I feel like people are more into stability. People are like sheep. They don't, you mean. they are like, Bankers and lawyers, they don't, oh, wow. they, they wouldn't want, they would, they're maybe not like people who like to take initiative. And uh, I guess is, if, is that uh, what you mean by entrepreneurial spirit? Taking initiative is mm-hmm. okay. I, I guess if the pub crawl would be a business, they would have started it. Mm, yeah. Right? You'd be the CEO. <laughs> and then it would have become like super expensive. Yeah, no one will have come. Exactly. <laughs> boring. Okay. Again. Okay. You'll be doing TED Talks about pub crawls in Singapore. <laughs> and their associated app. Yeah. Okay. Pub crawl. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it just personal initiative though? Um, you know, we were talking about, you know, nature and stuff like that. Does that affect um, how a city is boring? Um, like, so what, let's, let's take the example of Singapore, right? Mm. Which is mostly urban. Um, there are very little opportunities to, uh, you know, check out nature, at least within the island, but then there are opportunities to go outside. Right. So would that be a problem? Okay. Like as coming from a photographer's standpoint, things to photograph, you want to, let's say you want to capture something that looks nothing like Singapore. You'd be hard pressed to find a place or a way you can exert that imagination out. I mean, it's, I mean, like how, how, how imaginative can you be with like locations around? I mean, as a photographer, are you looking for something specific or is it just novelty? I think, I think most of us are looking for something specific. Let's right. say you have an idea that you want to, um, you want to execute. Like for example, I take, um, Gardens by the Bay. Okay. It's too well manicured. <laughs> then I went to Kew Gardens in London and it's exactly what I was looking for. So I wanted like um, a glass house with like plants and they're like, they're not exactly glow- growing in like the, the most perfect conditions. Like maybe they're a bit overgrown, but that's fine. Like it adds to the, it makes it looks like more natural. But Singapore is so well manicured. It's like, yeah, I can't really use that space to like execute a certain vision that I want. Do you think that if something is too orderly, it makes it boring? boring? Yeah, in that sense, yeah. Mm. Huh. All right. Maybe, yes. Maybe, maybe like places like Pyongyang would be boring to some people. Never been, so I don't know. Mm. I, <laughs> I have no information. North Korea. <laughs> mm. 
maybe yes, yeah, so you need to um, um, let yourself go a little bit. Yeah. Like okay, we can take for example uh, graffiti. Uh huh. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. for a lot oh, of cities, graffiti is seen as like a menace. It is. It's a, yeah, people expressing their feelings. At the same time, it's also yeah. a piece of art. Yep. But like for Singapore, because it's so much of an issue, only specific places they allow graffiti to be like spray painted. Right. That it's only an art form. Okay. You know, that's where but it's only so specific. Only the uh, accepted things that and where That's say. where people go and take pictures. It's like, you know, imagine if like people see graffiti, like, what, what, why do you bother, you know, in like yeah. London or say, Ber- I mean, Berlin's full of graffiti, but yeah, people go and photograph there Not as well. Right. I'm not sure if you've been to Copenhagen, but what I find, like, maybe to many people, they might find, okay, just another Danish city. Um, Like, I've, the most interesting part that I enjoyed was, uh, there's this place called the Freetown of Christiania. Okay. It's like, um, such a different world from the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. So it started out as, I think it was like a protest area um, against the government or something. Then people started living there. It's a old military base, I think. Mm. And they squat there. And then suddenly, I think it started developing and there was like bars, there's like concert places, there's like people who do art there. And then um, also the mafia came in okay. to sell drugs. Oh, wow. And I think that there was an issue that for- the interestingness quotient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was an issue for the government. Okay. But yeah, it's kind of a gray area. Right. Uh, they sort of allow them to operate, but at the same time, they do raids on the, on the mafia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's a very different world from the rest of the city. Okay. What do you think, for example, about Geylang? We are right now in Geylang, and it's kind of um, are regulated or um, the government kind of allows it. Uh, in a way that is a little bit different than other parts of Singapore. It's kind of like contained. Yeah. In here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, probably something that uh, I think the government thinks if we keep it there, it's not going to expand somewhere else. Somewhere else. Which is like what Christiania does in uh, Copenhagen as well. Mm. Like they have like, okay, we sort of let you like sell drugs, but like only like say wheat are only sold there. Okay. And the people that sell there, they have least little booths and they're like sort of very discreet. They, it's like, it's like a pawn shop. Okay. There's like, only the hands exchange like the goods and the money. Right. And like, you don't see what the person looks like. They are Sorry. wearing ski masks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. They wear ski masks. Yeah, they wear ski masks. <laughs> yeah, when totally I was not there. shady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah looks looks incredibly shady. No, <laughs> so, no, so, no. so I guess there's like a gift of thick, you know, at some point. <laughs> looks, even, looks even more dangerous than the uh, guy that you see the face. But okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, I found it like so much like adds to the, like it makes it more interesting okay. than what, what they actually the city is. So are you saying that if there is a gray area in every city? Maybe. So people <laughs> might, might find like Geylang to be the best part of town. Uh, oh, it is. I it think is. that is, um, uh, if, if there is a, a, a concentration enough of people in any place, there's going to be places like this. Yeah. People are going to find recreation in a different way. Yeah. But in, in places where there's a little less rules mm. and like, oh, it's more laxist, uh, then people have like more freedom to to be to do whatever, be creative. Also, yeah, like they yeah. can to be who they are. 
Yeah. So if it's an environment where there's so many rules that they tell you exactly how to live and you have to fit in that, uh, then you won't give yourself space for initiative or anything right. else. So then the place becomes boring, okay. I guess. Place got yeah, yeah. I know. Coming back about uh, Singapore, it becomes like uh, your father's house, <laughs> which you cannot do whatever you want. That's an interesting. My event, house, my rules. Okay, that's what okay. your parents do, right? What do, mm. what do your parents say? My house, your rule, my rules. Uh, yeah, well, that's it. Like Singapore would be boring to me because not not because of like stuff like things to do and uh places to see or food to eat, uh, but more of like the creativity part. Yeah, uh, my my friend is uh playing guitar and he told me that he needs to pay to um to actually go into festivals. Yeah, some I'm not surprised you, with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you need to pay. You are not invited. There yeah. is not like some things like that. You need to to uh, be able to play in some festivals, something something like that. Yeah. You need to pay. At least so for some of them. You don't I, get. I, I have a question here, right? Being an artist is hard generally everywhere, right? Mm, yeah, no surprise. Um, when we hear about artists making it in other countries, we generally hear about the artists who've made it. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, survival bias, you mean? Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's like we forget the millions of other people who, who, are probably, who, who, who didn't know, make it. Yeah. Yes, they're like, yeah. you know, slumming it out just to figure yeah. things out, right? So, and I hear these conversations about how, you know, being an art, artist is hard in, in Singapore because of a lot of things and all that. Is that any different from, let's say, being an artist in, let's say, Sydney, not counting the yeah. amount of ones who made it? So comparing the quantity of government that, of, of money that the uh, Singapore has per capita compared to other countries and that they could use for this. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's quite unfair. No, I think but, for, for, for a lot of the other cities and countries, it's a lot more open and there's a lot more people who are willing to either experiment or like listen to something different, for example, music or to look at something more controversial. They are able to accept it. Right. But for Singapore and it stands on stability. Yeah. And, and, that's, that's and be safe. Controversy safe is a touchy subject. You just I think that being being safe even expands to uh your own taste in the end. Yeah. Like as people well. just uh, like no no no, I'm I only listen to this because it's safe is the thing that I've been always listening to. Um yeah, okay. You know what you see is what you get. It's like, I know I enjoy it, so I'm going to like it. So that's all I'm going yeah, to do. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, right. I don't need to go yeah. out of my way to just like something else. Huh. Like, you know, underground clubs exist in other countries. Okay. They just don't in Singapore. Yeah, I mean, maybe they do, but it's like so difficult and so rare. Yeah, and they don't you know? last for long. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> other point. Yeah. That's it. Which is, which is fair, which is fair. I mean, so what, what I'm getting here is that, you know, if, if there's too much order, it's a problem. If if there is a society that values stability at the expense of everything else, that place is most that's, likely that's to be boring. That's what makes things boring for okay. me. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe the, the, the extremes. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. Um, I, I, I know that for example, Singapore always makes the, uh, some examples of what they don't want to become like other countries in Asia. That's their point to make it very, very, very strict so that they don't become something like, um, uh, like, like like Philippines being having drugs around and um, things not working sometimes. 
So that's the reason that they want to make a lot of order. But yeah, that's a... But um, uh, Jean-Claude, can I ask... There's different ways to make order anyway. But uh, Jean-Claude, can I, can I say that you, know, you can aspire to a society that works and at the same time, you yeah. know, have the ability to explore other things. Yeah, I actually don't think that uh, the Singapore way, it works in, uh, up to some extent, but it doesn't educate, it punishes. Huh, that's interesting. Well, that's the type of, that's not, punishment is not education. People will not, people go out of Singapore and will do whatever they want. Why? No, I don't know. I remember one guy that told me, no, if I go to Malaysia, I, I just throw the pack of cigarettes to the street. I don't care. I don't get fined $500. Yeah, but then how does that add to making a space more creative and interesting? I guess that's my question. More creative. I, yeah. think, I think because they are too stifled, then they feel like they want to exert that. Well, it's like, it's like, you know, you... Okay, for example, you, you've been told, oh, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. And you go to a place where either <laughs> nobody gives a shit or you can. And you're like, oh my God, it's like heaven for you, you know? So like you just throw shit just because you can. Like, yeah, yeah, you just... You just, <laughs> just because you can, yeah. It's kind of... All the way out, you know? It's kind of, uh, yeah. Oh, well, we do this here. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm struggling to understand like why that would be a factor in whether a place is interesting or not because... You know, you can aspire to have a society that is harmonious, that, you know, at okay, the end of the that, day, yeah, you know, yeah, we are, trash is all about being considerate to your fellow citizen, right? Yeah, we, we are focusing on the uh, Singapore example. It, but how uh, is that stifling? That's the yeah, I, I think that, for example, uh, being a little bit too strict um, constrains people to just think the same, behave the same, and not explore other things. When you don't explore other things, you don't have so many uh, differentiation. Well, I think, I think living in Pyongyang in North Korea would be uh, pretty yeah. fucking <laughs> so for, for example, uh, North Korea is a very, 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 very extreme example of uh, government um, uh, stopping the people to th be themselves. Okay. I hope Kim Jong-un's not listening on this. <laughs> oh, okay. he's, he's my number one podcast. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> be interesting. No offense to North Korea. Uh, Celine, you wanted to say something? No, just the... Just if we come back to events, for example, organizing an event in Singapore, like you cannot, uh, you're, you're not supposed to, um, at a, there, are, there are some rules, like you cannot uh, make people come to the same place, you have to ask a license, you have right. to do this and that. Yeah. So that kind of restricts a bit the initiative of people. Right. So like, it becomes a deterrent because then you're like, ah, fuck this, I might yeah. not do it. Okay, so we've all heard that Singapore is considered boring by a lot of people, right? Hmm. If you were the prime minister of Singapore, you know, you won the election this year or next year, maybe. Um, what would you do to change that? So if one, the difficult one, really. Tomorrow, you become the prime minister, prime oh, minister man. Shanban. Oh, I have to do? start first, huh? <laughs> because I'm the only Singaporean here. Okay, fine. Um... Wow, okay, like running Singapore as a city and country is pretty fucking hard. So I have to give like the ruling party that for credit. But I think like making it more liberal for the art scene because 
we are we as Singaporeans are not like really because people like to think that oh Singapore is boring because they can't come up with stuff but it's not that we can't it's we can but the thing is because of all the regulations that there is as it's just saying, yeah. okay. so goddamn hard right okay so like you know we're not stupid we're beyond that touchy shit subject like let people infer what's touchy and what's not for themselves yeah, I'm sure people are more than capable to to tell like something that is for the purpose of art or sarcasm over something that is just plainly insulting, right? But as a prime minister, what can you do to control that sentiment? Like if controversy happens, it's not like you can just step up and say, hey, no more controversies. You yeah, know, like- I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to let people make up the mind for themselves. Okay. If... People start riot, rioting, then I'll, I'll just come in and say, yeah, fucking stop that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, like, what would be the three action items that you would pass in, in Parliament to allow for making Singapore more interesting? It's only three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, two, three. Okay. Number one, I'll, I'll make it like the, um, the restrictions for art scene a lot more open. What kind of restrictions would you like? Uh, if people want to insult my government, go ahead. Like, you see, that's the thing. Like, even when it comes to something like um, criticism, it's, there's still a lot of barriers for okay. us to criticize our own government. So, like, if even if it's some, like, we can't just go out and protest. So, like, I, I would like people to be able to. I mean, if they want to, they can apply for permits to protest. Right. But they don't have to just do it within Hongling Park. Which okay. is... Okay. Which is... I, I feel personally such a way that, you know, they are only strategically placed within that small space and they're not allowed to go around certain areas that I think would affect the public opinion or policy of the government or the country. So I have a question for you, Prime Minister Shanbang. Um, yeah, do you think do. that opening up different spaces for protest would um, add to the creativity? See, it's not just protest. It's like opening up for gatherings because okay. gatherings can be like, you know, if at the same time, like if I want to say have a gathering, it doesn't even have to be something political. It doesn't have to be a protest. Let's say I want to do a climate change march. I can't even do that because it's, Something, and yeah, I need a permit stuff. for that. And marches just don't happen. The the police gonna come down hard on me because it's a march. Okay. You know, it's it's not, maybe, you know, it doesn't have to be specifically targeting the government of the country, but it could be a very wide varying issue. Okay. But at the same time, I have to consider that because of our strategic position as a trading partner for the globe, we can't go into like a lot of touchy subjects. Right. Like we're not, we like for, for a lot of cases, we don't consider ourselves to be um, on like the American side or the China side or anybody's side. We are our own country. Okay. Uh, because, you know, if we start picking sides, it's kind of making it like bias for us. Which is true. Which is yeah. true. Um, so that would be your, that would be your grand plan. Yeah, right. basically. Okay. What would what would you do, Shankar, if you were prime minister tomorrow? 
what is the one thing that you would do? Uh, I think to- that um, Singapore needs to be less interventionist on things of social matters. Right now, um, it's just um, closing anything that uh, when, whenever there's some social arrest, you just close it okay. without talking. Like, yeah, this then, is it. This is it. Don't, let's not talk about it anymore. But Prime Minister Shankar, <laughs> I voted you because I wanted you to make the city more creative. Yeah. And that's you know, going to make the city more creative because there's going to be more conversation in, um, okay. between us. Okay. I mean, don't close it before problems arrive or something like that. Uh, it's just being incredibly um, um, scared. Okay. Right now. Just being I feel scared. Like, I feel like, fun. okay, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but I feel like when something's controversial, because the government's so afraid that something's going to explode, they just like, yeah, before um, they reach their boiling point, they cut it off. Yeah, but it may But be- like, I think people are like, um, civilized enough to not go out and start throwing stones and molotov exactly. cocktails. There is, there is quite a lot of um, of uh, leeway that you can give to the people. To, you can to, have a forum. Like you want to have something to agree yeah. to disagree. Maybe people can start talking instead yeah. of just uh, keeping it inside. Yeah. So that could be one of the things. Um, why could make it less boring? Well, because there could be more um, uh, points of view going on. Or maybe people could be able to do some extra things instead of just... Uh, Asking for a permission for everything. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Celine, if you were prime minister tomorrow. I, I agree with everything said here. Okay. On the top of that, I'll say I'll add some more, um, some more paid leaves. Paid leaves? <laughs> yeah. So <Okay>. we can, <laughs> so we can also like, uh, take a break more often. And right. you, that, that's also what brings some creativity sometimes when you're like out of the routine and, uh, walk and then maybe you go out of Singapore and see a bit how it is outside and get more yeah get more time okay for that okay wow uh, and because uh, in Singapore you yeah, we are like people are still struggling for a living like it's too expensive uh, you have to take a job you have to work your ass for for it so you don't have that extra space or yeah. time to actually Think about this, and uh, the like. Cr- the creativity will come if you have that space and time, right? And maybe people don't because they they are too busy with like, yeah. struggling and living. Yeah. So uh, if if the government will do something about that, <laughs> but Celine, you are the government. So what yeah. are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, like uh, like more paid leaves and okay. more like social benefits, maybe. Right. So right, right now, for example, uh, that's a good point. But not only uh, time, but money. Money is a big concern in in Singapore, and I think that is uh, kind of uh, been uh, all the all the fun activities are being just paid for. So uh, <laughs> see, that's we, the thing. Like there are a lot of cities in the world where money is also a concern, but at the same time, they have more to offer than. Yeah. What well, we have. for example, there is a these days there is the law of uh, not um, buying alcohol after ten thirty in a supermarket. Yeah. But you can always buy it if you are in a club. So yeah. if you can afford those prices, yes, you're allowed to have party. If you cannot afford those prices, well, you're going to be bored. If you cannot afford to go into a concert, you're going to be bored. If you can only go to a park, well, that's your thing. 
So if you were prime minister and if you had the ability to cut the cost of something, what would you cut the cost of? And this is a question for all of you guys. Mm. You know, um, you go to go parliament first. and like, hey guys, I'm going to slash the cost. I think that of- uh, we need like more um, um, open space things happening that okay. you don't need to pay for it. Okay, it happens so- for everyone. They're like, uh, yeah, you know, you can, you can do uh, there's other countries that you can, they, they, there's like uh, some concerts for everyone and it's uh, like op- open seat. Open uh, uh, about that point, I totally agree with that. Like the licensing and to set up like event spaces is yeah, just so makes, goddamn expensive. It makes, it, it's it, making two tiers of people. If, if you can make it like so much simpler and so much more affordable to make it like, you know, that even someone like me, I could spend maybe, mm. let's say mm. a few thousand dollars to have my little concert or idea of a gathering that I want to have. Then it's like every single town can have something every weekend, not just the central area. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Uh, the, the, something the town different, something, something more special. Yeah, organize something for the, for the, uh, for the young people, maybe every, Every single Jisun, uh, you said before, uh, you know, like maybe whatever. you don't like it. That's okay, but that's that's like yeah. maybe but five different things you could potentially you have, you have like. The option, yeah, to join it, yeah, definitely. And it's in your in your neighborhood, so maybe you join and you stay. Like, like if there's so much more things for me to do within <laughs> my own neighborhood, if I like, let's say maybe three different concerts, maybe one's not my thing, then there's two other that I could consider, you know, or like there's another event that's like not just selling. Rainbow kicks. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of the events are based on you just spending money. So it's a business thing instead of uh, the government. Yeah, like like free but concerts isn't that the case are just not really all big cities. I mean, to That's take the, the example of New York, for example, it's yeah. crazy expensive to live there. Mm-hmm. Everybody's facing the same issues that people in Singapore do. True. Um, you know, rent is unaffordable. Um, just living life is hard because True. money yeah. dominates everything. Um. But people always say that, you know, New York is still interesting because of two things. Number one, there is that historical connotation of Singapore, you know, New York is amazing because 300,000 American movies told us so. True. Right. (laughs) And the other fact is there was, I, okay, so there's this one thing, right? Um, Where when you have a city that has the countryside, right? Uh, The countryside will always have people who are attracted to the city. So let's say the three artists from Bumfuck Nowhere and America, mm-hmm. they come to New York and they bring their creativity to it, but then they get burned out and they're like, fuck this place. It's soulless. <laughs> it's boring and I'm getting out. But as these three go out, there's three others right. from another town who come down here. So there's like a constant <laughs> movement of there's people some... coming in and bringing something new. Yeah. Right. Influx Whereas in a place like Singapore, which doesn't have that, you know, there isn't that movement. There isn't those, you know, New ideas. Yeah, new I don't think that people comes in. here for the arts. Speaking of which, which like people you, comes here is for the money and for okay. finance and for money. Okay. Have you heard of like <laughs> any Luxembourg bands or artists? <clears throat> no. Oh, you see? <laughs> no, the, you see? That's for a, me, that's for your me example. the art scene there is for me. What, I, what I, have I you don't seen, remember having. Mm. What have you seen in Luxembourg? <clears throat> Nothing. Okay. Ouch. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, if you were to advise Luxembourgians, you know, to <laughs> to make it more creative, to make it less boring, what would you suggest? What would you tell your Luxembourgian friends? 
my friend and I don't have Luxembourgish friends oh, oh, since oh. I, <laughs> <laughs> I <just can't> <laughs> uh, since I since I don't know what's the problem with Luxembourgish people since I don't know them it's hard right. for me to say okay but uh, yeah I can uh, I don't have enough uh, uh, no uh, knowledge about them I, think. I guess you know if if I were prime minister uh-huh. I, I know exactly what I'm gonna do what would you do I'm gonna ban all banks Banal bands. Yeah. No, no banks. <laughs> Banal what? Bankers suck. Banks. Oh, banks. No, no. Banks. no banks in Singapore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How am I going to pay now, people? Huh? You, don't, you don't need bankers. You don't need this many bankers, right? Why well, am I going to store my money under the pillow? Yeah, I don't care because I'm just prime minister for five years. You know, what happens after that? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> five years. Four, four years. Four years, right? Oh, four or five years, right? Yeah, it can four, be anything between four to five. Yeah, right. Anything. <laughs> okay. Well, we started with uh, boring cities, then we ended up with Singapore, specifically. No, no, I, mean, I suppose that's it, 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 it uh, was part of the process. You know, it's a normal <laughs> thing. Of, uh, I mean, I mean, <laughs> in Singapore I mean, anyway. Like we are in Singapore, so it's not exactly a fair way to talk about. I don't topic. find Singapore boring at all. Actually, oh, 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 actually, oh, don't find Singapore. Oh, please, boring. Do tell. please do tell. Please do tell. That's an interesting uh, but topic. That's because I there come from Luxembourg. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, that's it's a trick. Like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> just to see if you know she's just. Yeah. I mean, how can you find Singapore boring when uh, Sunday you get invited to make a podcast? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a great. You're, you're welcome, guys. It's all about people, right? Again. You know, there's a challenge for Luxembourg's um, <laughs> tourism office. If they have to prove to people like you that Luxembourg's not boring, then they can like, you know, fund their campaign in some way. They can make Luxembourg not boring. Because, you know, that's what they did with, um, I'm not sure if you came across this Facebook ad about Australia. They're like saying, oh, um, 90% of Singaporeans find X place in Australia boring. I've heard of it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, a, that's a way. New Zealand. I have heard. I have heard about New Zealand specifically. What about New Zealand? Like it's boring. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. Some people told me about New Zealand. Yep. Shanbag, you just came back from New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. What do you have to say about that? Um, if you're into a scenario, yeah. You yeah, so to, so it's kind of biased because like if you're into scenery and nature, uh, I've heard about uh, New Zealand about people that is living there a little bit more. I mean, so it is yes, definitely uh, slow. Not, not just visiting. Not just it visiting. is definitely slow. Mm. Um, like their selling point for a lot of places is that places open seven days a week, which I think. Wow, that's that's the USP. They're like, hey guys, <laughs> we're open no, no, yeah, seven. they're proud about that. But I think that's 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 like good half factor. Asia. There's so many places elsewhere in the world where places just don't open. Oh yeah, mm. so, Luxembourg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, she, she has a vendetta against Luxembourg. <laughs> uh, how many like, strike marks what, have what we got? Happened on to you? Did <laughs> somebody dump you in Luxembourg? Almost everywhere in Europe, actually, it's like that. Right? If you're listening it's to like, this podcast, you know that Luxembourg's a fucking boring. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> actually, now I want to go there and check. You see, you anyway. see what you've done. <laughs> Okay, go go and see Do you for yourself. Work for their tourism office. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's all good. Um, guys, thank you so much for being part of this no conversation. Thanks to you. Yeah, Prime Minister Shanbang, 
Prime Minister Shankar. Yep. Prime Minister Celine. Supreme yeah. Leader Shem Bang. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. No, we're not North Korea yet. So. Okay. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> And that's it for this time. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Do let me know what you think about it. What do you think is a boring city and why is it boring? What's your take on the places we talked about in this episode? Comment on social media, send an email, drop by and Geelong for a beer. And I would love to hear your thoughts. Until the next time, this is Rindo. And you're listening to Living It Up in Lion City. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>